You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder, where we help high achieving CEOs free up time with gorgeous automations to scale their business to seven figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Kath Grimmett. Kath, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. So tell me, first off, where in the world are you? Uh, so I'm in Cardiff in Wales, which is that tiny little island next to England. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That sounds fabulous. <laughs> For those that haven't had the pleasure of meeting you yet, can you tell us just a little bit about what you do with your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I am an intuitive branding designer, which means that I help um, businesses of all shapes and sizes build brands by being themselves. So making sure that they connect to their values and the vision of who they are and who they help in order to build authentic brands that that do good in the world and help others. So uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> awesome. So this may sound silly, but how do we know who we are? <laughs> you know, like we hear it all the time that be your authentic self, right? But when you truly dig down in the practical logistical day to day, it's a lot harder than it sounds, right? So what do you recommend for people that are struggling with their message or struggling with their focus or just like, who am I online? Yeah, absolutely. So the first place that I get ask people to get started is to really take a hard look at their values and what they stand for, because it is really easy to go off in a direction of what you feel like you should be doing. Um, and especially when you are a busy business owner and, you know, you get super excited about loads of things and then you're like, I want to do this and I want to do that. But actually <laughs> being able to see how you want to do lots of different things in a way that applies to you, the first place I get people to start is by coming back to those values. And if that's, even if that is hard, getting really clear on what you don't want in order to move forward to what you do want, right? Truly. Yeah, it's so easy to get that shiny object syndrome of like, you see what everybody else is doing, you think you should be doing that and kind of go off on a tangent when in reality, you need to know what you stand for. And then it makes it so much easier to move forward. Absolutely. And it's not about like not doing something. It's about doing it in a way that works for you rather than sort of gaslighting yourself into sort of thinking that it has to be done in a particular way because X or Y person is doing doing it in that particular way. And it has to be done in that way. I think we often don't appreciate that or hold ourselves accountable to sometimes that we there aren't actually any rules and we can make up our own rules <laughs> and yeah. by understanding our values that allows us to make our, you know, if we need rules to, to to build our own rather than following other people and then sort of losing our way. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So oftentimes we get in our own way, right? And do you find that it's more um, mindset focused or do you find it's more focus focused? Like, you know, we, we really don't know where we're heading and we're just kind of meandering. I think sometimes it's a little bit of both. Um, I have really definitely see and can hands up for right now tell you that the person like doing too much inner work (laughs) and like getting completely focused on that rather than 
having a balance of both and likewise the opposite way, sort of having tunnel vision about something that you're achieving and then forgetting everything else. It's definitely about having a balance of of everything, right? I think, you know, people talk about work-life balance, but we also talk about, need to talk about like health and wellness balance as well, you know, when it comes to to what we're doing with, especially as as business owners, you know, we are definitely not adverse to, to working hard, but that difference between pushing ourselves into hustle and burnout versus working in an aligned way that allows us to to still have joy and still have you know enjoy what we're doing rather than that sort of directive forceful action I guess so yeah (laughs) yeah for sure no there's lots of pieces to it Mm -hmm. and how have you seen that that shapes and morphs throughout the journey of our business, right? Like we start off at we're at one place and trying to figure out what the heck we're doing. And then, you know, we shift to more successful and then more successful. Like what have you seen? Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think I do, I don't know if it's the same for you, Julie, but like I feel like we all are just making up as we go <laughs> a lot of things, right? It's just like yeah. I'm gonna see if this works. Yay. Or oh it didn't work. You know, sort of we all sort of navigate that that almost we're all navigating the unknown right that's the beauty of business that's the beauty of life but I think being able to like I was saying you know come back to those values and and be like this is this is what is true for me these are the things that I value this is how I want to build my life and my world and and I'm okay with the decisions that I'm making like it just feels so much more um powerful and inspiring and and give keep giving you the 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 motivation to move forward with things as well in in a good way rather than reaching that that sort of burnout and 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 losing the love for things right I think especially as a business owner when you do get that tunnel vision and or you're finding things really hard and yes things are going to be up and down for for all types of businesses no matter you know what size of of people or you know revenue or whatever there's always going to be some some uh peaks and flows um but it just feels more aligned to to be able to come back to those values and stand by the decisions that you're making I think as well because we do don't we we're like oh this person's doing this so I should be doing that and then you're like oh no wait should should I have done that yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just, yeah I completely uh I think it's so normal to do that isn't it but I think embracing the fact that that is normal and not not beating ourselves up too much like ex- having that excitement about exploration and possibility of the unknown rather than the f- the fear of the unknown right <laughs> yeah for sure and that's a huge part of marketing is testing and failing and learning from it and moving forward and not getting hung up and taking it personal <laughs> that we just you know shift through the yeah. years and I think definitely when we get started as well, we are conditioned, I think, as human beings to not fail. So then yeah. trying to reprogram our brains to embrace failure <laughs> and learn from it and grow from it can, you know, is really challenging. And no matter what what part of business you're in, how, how far along you are, there's always going to be different types of challenges, isn't there? It's just that that failure piece can be a really Im- important one to to embrace but i think you're absolutely right especially when it comes to to marketing with testing and measuring seeing what, what works but also not being too attached to the outcome as well like is is so 
so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part of the journey. (laughs) Figuring it out as we go. Yeah. (laughs) So for people that are listening and they're like, yeah, totally. That's where I'm at. This is what, you know, I need clarity. What does that creative process look like with you? Like, how do you help people work through that? Yeah, absolutely. So I am, as you can tell from me using the word intuitive in my in my uh, <laughs> in my title, um, I have more of a holistic approach to my branding. So um, my branding process starts with a guided visualization to help you connect to the vision of what you're trying to create. Because often we have this idea of what we want things to look like, or this big dream or goal, and And we always start with that, right? When we start our businesses, we're like, yeah, this is what it wants. It's going to look like, and this is what, but as we go along in business, like years and years into it, we kind of forget about that vision or we let, you know, the adventure and the journey sort of distort what we're working towards. Or we have that idea of what it looked like all those years back when, but actually we don't connect to it, what that looks like for us as, as a changed person, as a person who's been on that journey. And also allow us to look at what it could look like, what we want it to look like moving forwards. And so I get my clients to connect to that, that that vision of what they're working towards, not just from the business point of view, but from an overall point of view in terms of impact for themselves and for who they're helping, but also for, the, you know, the planet, the good of the world, um, and then connect to those values, to that why, because whether we've done that when we first get started or not, those values are such a foundational piece of building our brands that often we kind of have an idea of what they are in our heads, but we don't have that solid understanding of, of who they are. Um, and that is really such, it is the foundational piece because it means that once we have that clarity and that understanding of our values and the vision that we're trying to create, it's easier to then explain that to other people, whether that is, you know, team or freelancers or somebody that you're pitching to or your clients or marketing, whatever that is, having that clarity of of vision and clarity of values allows you to to really be able to speak in your own voice about who you are and, and who you help. So that is like the main the main part of it, the visualization. Um, and then once we've got clarity on that and the visions and the values, we then look at all of the um the aesthetic side of everything, <laughs> uh, color palettes and mood boards and typography and logos and all of those beautiful things to make sure that what is happening inside is also happening outside. So the really important thing, um, I think for me, and when I work with any of my clients is to help them understand that branding is so much more than the visuals. It's about that entire experience that you're creating, not just for your clients, but for yourself or, you know, anybody that's interacting with with your brand so that they can make an informed decision about whether you're the right person to help them. Um, Because that is often a common thing that I see as well is people trying to help everybody and and accepting that we're not 
we're not a good fit for everyone. And that's actually a good thing <laughs> um, to, so that then everything matches up. So the internals and the externals of, of building the business, you know, making sure that that, that brand experience is cohesive all the way through. So, um, yeah, so that's my process works on both the, the internals and the externals so that you've got all of the lovely, beautiful, shiny things that make you look awesome on the outside, but then also that really strong core foundation and strategy of how we use, how you use this this moving forward and I think that is so so important no matter what stage of business that you are at to make sure that you keep coming back to that clarity and to what you're trying to create because we often just sometimes get swept away with with just doing the things and just moving forwards that, that it can be easy to sort of go off piste a little bit or move into a direction that we perhaps didn't want for ourselves or or navigated in a way or you know it's gone so beautifully well that you've kind of gone along with everything up until a certain point but then having that time to actually reflect and move it into the the direction of what we want and things change don't they as we move along in business and as we have different things in life happen and I think that is sometimes where we get caught caught out as well is that things have gone a particular way for so long and then you're like oh now this has happened and I want to make some changes but how do I navigate that and it can be can be challenging right (laughs) yeah no I love that and I love that you start with the internal first because as we started this conversation it's about being truly authentically you and if you're not grounded in who that is or what your focus is or your why which like you mentioned it's just beyond critical that's what grounds you that's your north star that's what you're heading towards it's so much easier easier to explain what it is you do in your business when it's coming from here than when it's coming from here Absolutely. and you're not starting with a font and a color and like all the shiny stuff which is awesome yeah. but they need to be aligned to what is your purpose and who are you helping and why are you there to help them yeah, absolutely. And I think that's one of the common things that does end up happening is when when you get started in business, oh, I need this, I need that, you know, I need all of these things. But actually, confidence in you and confidence in what you offer comes after you've been doing it for a little while. And, and I think that is one of the things that we forget as well is that branding and business is never one and done it's a journey it's going to change it's going to adapt it's going to stop it's you know sometimes you burn it down and start again but actually that's the beauty of it is accepting that you are navigating a journey of it and I think that is sometimes the difficult thing to to think as well when you're like oh dang like I did I just did my branding <laughs> like three years ago and now I need like a whole whole rethink but you're a different person and yeah. the business can be completely different. And that doesn't mean, you know, burning it down and starting again, it can be just be an update, but actually having that clarity is so fundamental because it's about that exploration and the, the experience that you're creating for, for, for other people. Um, yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So to that point, though, so how often do you recommend that people revisit their branding? Like it's a constant evolution. And obviously, it's not a just at the beginning and then run with it. Like you need periodic check-ins. Yeah, I think actually it's such an interesting question because I I can't answer that. I think that's <laughs> to the, the person whose business it is to answer it for themselves. I think, as I was saying, like, we often think, oh, I need this and I need that to to get started. But I know plenty of six and seven figure business owners that have horrendous branding and they are 
mashing it. And it's not because, you know, they've put all of this weight into into X, Y, and Z. It's because they have clarity of who they are and who they help and all of these really important foundational things. And they show up as they are and take messy action. And I know that's very controversial for a (laughs) branding designer to say you don't need to start with the visuals, but you don't need to start with the visuals. If it's something that is stopping you from moving forward, like if you need that for your for yourself like obviously as a designer I would not do anything until I had something looking at a particular level but I've already rebranded twice in my bit in my business and I've been you know going for many many years and it's because it's that transition of that journey and I think when your existing when your existing portfolio of who you are out in the world no longer aligns with who you are that's the point that you need to start thinking about about moving on and and as I said it's not always a tear it down and start it again sometimes it's an update like my I've recently just done a rebrand for a coaching business that has been going for plus 20 years. And now it's about really reflecting who she is as an executive life coach and really helping her branding meet her at the level that she now operates. And and that's the difference sometimes is, is helping people to see, to communicate that that vision of what they have for themselves. And sometimes that happens pretty quickly. So you do see brands rebranding every couple of years. Sometimes it can take, you know, decades to do it. But it's when that that there's a misalignment between what is being put out in the w- world versus where you are as a business owner and, and who you're helping. Does that make yeah. sense? Like no, it totally does. <laughs> yeah, no, it totally does. And I, I like that answer. I mean, it's not a every three years you need to rebrand because in reality, I mean, that's not the case. Yeah. But when you feel like, like you said, that your brand is misaligned with the message that you're trying to get across and the people that you're speaking to, you definitely need to revisit it. But I think you raised a very good point in addition of, it's never perfect and we don't need to strive for perfect. Like messy action is better than no action being paralyzed, like analysis paralysis that you just get stuck in trying to figure out what you should be doing. And in reality, just do something and you'll figure it out as you go and you can always refine it and make it look prettier down the road. Absolutely. Yeah. As a, as a designer, that is something that I really had as a designer and a business owner, that is something that I really had to work hard towards. And I always gave myself the 70, 30 rule. I was like, if I'm 70% happy with this, it's going out. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was, you know, and I, and because you have to, you have to be able to let go with that. And I think that is often the thing that we get caught up in is that how is it going to be perceived? You know, is it good enough? Yada, yada, yada. But actually, we can put things out into the world and then make it better. And that is, it's it's nicer to do it in that way because at least then you feel like there is something rather than having that weight on your shoulders of, oh, I haven't done this yet or oh, I haven't done that yet versus it's done, it's not perfect, but I'll get there sort of thing. <laughs> we'll you get know, there. Feels, yeah, it feels much nicer energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know I've struggled with that in my own business over the years is that I can do so much as a creative and, you know, techie person, like there's not a lot that I can't. So then I feel like I'm always refining, refining, refining and, or design wise, like I just struggle with where do I nail it down? So it's nice having that 
second set of eyes, that other perspective to say, no, this is kind of where, you know, you're headed and what would align the most with what you're trying to do. Right. And it comes back to that testing and measuring that you were talking about earlier as well. You know, it's not expecting to get everything right first time. Mm -hmm. It's about like going and having seeing if it works, you know, exploring, having fun with it, taking it in different directions, testing in different ways. And, and once you know what works, then do more of that, right? Right. right. And then do more of that that looks nicer. And do, you know, it's, it's not, I think we get so caught up in, and in appearances sometimes, um, that it can be really easy to stop ourselves from moving forward. But I love the, coming back to those values and coming back to to who you're helping as well. And it facilitates you having that messy action and being okay with that 70% first, right? Because as you said earlier, it's so easy to get caught up in once this looks right, I will put it out, but it's never going to be perfect. Yeah. And it's fun to see that evolution through like your social media, looking back over the years, it's like, yeah. oh my God, I really put that out there. But you can see that shift and that maturity in your process and maturity in your organization, your business that you're building. Yeah. And it's cool to see that through the years. I mean, other people love seeing that as well, yeah. right? People love stories. People love to be able to see the journey that other people have come on. And and that's that's the beauty of branding as well. Branding is about connection. It's about experiences. And so to be able to share share that with people of you know look how far I've come look what I'm doing now look how how I've been able to help people this is how I can help you and this is this is the journey that I've been on is is a really beautiful way to to connect with people and help them help them see if you're the right person for them or not because I think we often think that everything needs to be perfect but when everything is perfect people think that there's something wrong yeah Yeah. (laughs) and you feel fake like yeah People know you're not perfect and so yeah. you might as well just be you. Yeah, absolutely. So looking for the year ahead, what would you say is your most life-changing goal or life-changing thing that you have ahead of you that you're that you're working towards? Yeah, um, so I am actually putting some things down. So in all of the um all of the things that I've done previously, because I've had I've been so blessed to have such great experiences. Because I can do everything doesn't mean I should. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> um, and so uh, I, my my biggest plan for this year is to do more things that light me up. So I, you know, speaking engagements, workshops, helping people build brands by being themselves. Um, that I want to do more of that, which means that I'm going to be putting down some of the services that I that don't light me up as much. So I think that has been the biggest thing for me is is letting go of all the stuff that I can do because it's part of, it's part of the visual side of everything, but I'm not the only person that can do it. And actually partnering with people that also build, you know, have the same similar values to me and are awesome to deal with is so much more enjoyable than feeling like putting that pressure upon myself and trying to make myself do things or feeling like I'm letting people down. Um, so yeah, that is, that's my biggest goal for this year. Do more of what lights me up and, and help more people in a, in a way that feels good without burning myself out. Hey, real quick. It's Julie. I just wanted to say thank you for listening every week. I absolutely adore you and so appreciate your time and your commitment to the show. And I truly love creating free content for you to grow your podcast and your business. 
And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, I know I would, or you just want to monetize your podcast without ads or sponsorship, hop into my free web class that'll show exactly how. Just go to sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com slash monetize, and I will see you there. Now back to the conversation. I love that. I was recently reading uh, The One Thing, if you read that book, but yes, yes, so good. Getting that intense (laughs) focus of what are the things that you're most gifted at and the most um, helpful to your ideal person. And the more you can narrow it down, the more powerful you are in what you do. Absolutely. Another great one for me was essentialism Mm -hmm. um, and really focusing on, you know, sort of what, what lights you up and being okay with, with, things that don't light you up, put, putting them down and making yeah. sure that you're working towards, we're working towards joy because I think we often take on things because we feel like we should yeah. <laughs> rather than, you know, allowing other people that really, that, you know, the other things that we don't enjoy so much, allowing somebody who that's the, the thing that lights them up, allowing yeah. them to do that and collaboration and community versus sort of pushing ourselves into into shoulds, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So on that note, looking over all the things that you do and all the things you have ahead, how do you define success? What does that mean to you? Yeah, oh, great question. Great question. Um, so for me, um, success is freedom. It's uh, flexibility. It's joy. It is um, enough money for me that I don't need to worry about things. It's not for me. It isn't about having a particular car on the drive or anything like that it's about it's about that freedom and that flexibility to be able to do what I want as and when I want to do it so you know being able to travel more and being able to go and spend a day with a friend if I want to rather than feeling that I'm chained to my desk because after all I left the corporate world for a reason (laughs) and we often push ourselves from one one nine to five into another especially when we're starting out isn't it so I think for me leaning into that success of of flexibility um yeah that's 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 it for me (laughs) I love that yeah yeah that's that's so often a big part of the reason why we do what we do, but then we don't take advantage of it nearly as often as we should, because we think if I don't work, I don't get paid. And, you know, the more systems and stuff you can put in place to to keep business running so you can take that time off for me is just a bonus. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, like we often, I I don't know if you're the, you're the same, but I've I've got things that I want to do and things that really light me up for the business. And I get really excited about it, but then I feel like I have to do everything like right now. And then I get really overwhelmed. And then I've got a to-do list that's like (laughs) seven miles long and actually having that space to create, to explore, to do, do more things and do more things in, in a way without that overwhelm feels so nice and so when I say freedom and flexibility that means freedom and flexibility in my business as well so that I can keep on enjoying what I do it's not you know all about sipping cocktails on a beach for <laughs> although like that's that. nice too you know although that's <laughs> nice. but you know that's not for me that isn't that isn't what what I want I love working I thoroughly enjoy working with with all of my clients please excuse my dog George she's being very chatty today <laughs> it's all good but yeah that I think that's it and sometimes we often don't um we often don't put 
working into success as well. We worked in order to achieve things. But if you're the type of person that loves what you do, then that is that that's part of the of it all as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. So most importantly, I saw pictures of George and she is beautiful. And I was wondering what kind of dog she is. <laughs> she is. So we don't actually know. Um, so she is, um, we tell everyone she's a schnoodle, which is a schnauzer poodle cross. Um, but she was rescued from a rescue center in Hungary. Um, wow. And we had her come over on a little bus full of all of her other little little dog pals. Um, so we don't actually know. And we've never like had her tested or yeah. anything. Oh, yeah. He's just a a scruff bag and a fluff bag. So, yeah. (laughs) She's adorable. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So, if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you say to them? Um, I would say, oh, the whole world. The whole world. (laughs) Um, That I would, I would actually say that authentic connection is so much more important than we often place value on and it's okay to be ourselves and truly show people who we are um and in return to be open and accepting for people who who are different to us and that can show us different perspectives I think that is a really important message not just in business but in the world there's a lot of really crazy things going on in in the world at the moment and I think a lot of the time scarcity and fear comes from from those types of actions and I think the more that we are able to embrace who we are and show people who we are and that we're also open and willing to receive what other people's experiences have to offer then it's a really powerful thing and connection and community is a beautiful and wonderful thing if we allow it to be and that would be just wonderful if we could facilitate that more in the world. I love that. And that, that's so important. Like so often we think about, okay, just be you and be yourself and be authentic. And that's awesome. But you have a, a huge point there is give people grace to be themselves and to have their space and to, you know, express themselves. And that doesn't mean they need to take over everything that, you know, is in your world, but it's important to really just treat others like you want to be treated, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those things, isn't it? Like I that was like a mantra that we were always taught in school when we were really young, like five and six. And <laughs> it is one of those things that you're like, yes, yes, you know, well, treat people how you want to be treated. But actually it's just, it's such a strong foundational fundamental piece to the world, I think. And it's, I know I'm getting quite deep and philosophical here, but it's, it is, I think that is it. It's, it's, it is so important. And definitely the way that business is changing as well, people value those connections so much more than anything else now. And I think especially since the pandemic, it is, connection is so key. And I love to see that, that people are able to be more themselves and that there is more openness in the world to different types of businesses and people and all of that beautiful beautiful stuff and there can be more of that and that's just very exciting (laughs) absolutely now and that's part of why I love this podcast is I get to connect with people on a real level and just you know let people be them and let them shine which I think is awesome yeah and it's so important as well I love like I love that you are able to do this and you're facilitating it for other people as well because it it really is an important thing to I think to be able to show people 
other ways whether that is something that they want to adopt for themselves or just you know enlightenment or education you know and 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 being able to see different perspectives it means that we can we can grow as people we can grow as having experience but also it it gives us the power to be more okay with showing people who we are as well and and being able to help help others and and like we were saying earlier allowing people to make that decision about whether you're the right person to help them as well without being attached to that outcome from a personal from a personal way because it can can be quite hard as a business owner not to take things personally when when somebody's like you're not for me but actually it is a really good thing and being able to that can that can be a hard hard thing to 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 learn and experience sometimes but i think the more that we are open to others the more it allows us to be open with other people's decisions and, and embracing ourselves as well. Totally. And it just occurred to me that we we're talking about being specific of who you want to target and who you want to help. And I think when you are getting that answer of like, you're not quite for me, that means you're actually getting specific in who you're helping <laughs> instead of just trying to help everybody. Cause we know in our heads, if we don't help everybody, then we're not going to help everybody. But that also equates to the more specific you get, people are going to tell you no, and that's okay. So I think that's actually kind of a cool thing to flip that on its head. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It really is. And I think we do, again, conditioning. We are feared of the word. We are fearful of the word. No, we are fearful of not being the person for somebody else. But actually, the more often that that happens, the more it brings us into alignment for the people that we are meant for, right? Yep, exactly. So how can listeners support you and your work? Where can they find you online? Yes. So um, I have a lovely website, uh, which is uh, Grim Designs, uh, Grim with two M's. So it's G-R-I-M-M designs.co.uk. Um, and on that, I have a free guided visualization, which is a 12 minute freebie for people to connect to their their vision of what they're creating to. I also have newsletters and all of that lovely stuff. If you want me to uh, drop some lovely nuggets of, of branding into your email as well and then you can check me out on uh, socials I'm mostly on Instagram which is also grimdesigns.ltd awesome and we'll have all the links down below but thank you so much Kath for being on today oh thank you so much for having me Julie it's been an absolute pleasure yeah absolutely and if you found value in this episode please do share it that's how people find us and you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode been listening to the seven figure builder show with julie baronick julie cut her teeth consulting for fortune 500 companies worldwide and now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you she focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting if you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling branding and efficient systems well you found your new home it's what we do if you enjoyed the show and got something from it make sure to like rate and review we'll be back soon but in the meantime find us on instagram at seven figure builder find the website at sevenfigurebuilder.com and to learn how to automate your podcast with julie find that site at sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com see you next time on the seven figure builder show